Welcome to the Millionaire Next Door podcast with Robert Curtis, CFP, accredited investment fiduciary from Signature Estate and Investment Advisors. In this podcast, we help successful wealth accumulators like you looking to transition to a work optional lifestyle by helping you build strategies for growing and maintaining your wealth. Robert draws from years of experience and fiduciary responsibility and interviews guest experts to help you build reliable strategies to grow and maintain your wealth. Now, on to the show. Rob Curtis values his clients. He's constantly working to improve their experience and hear what they have to say. I'm Patrice Sikora. Rob, tell me more about what you've been working on lately. It's been a quite the tumultuous time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it has been a tumultuous time. I'll, I'll touch base on that a little bit. But uh, what I've been working on is what we continually work on. And as you know, from previous discussions and podcasts, you know, I'm always working on enhancing and building our practice and the processes and enhancing our client experience. So that's kind of a ongoing effort despite you know what may be going on in the world um, and there's quite a bit going on so I may touch on that today and mm-hmm. sometimes there's a lag between when we record it and what what comes out but I'll touch base but back back to the continuous improvement you know I like to to think of one to three percent constant improvement you know because I think that's doable and it keeps us really engaged. Uh, we have a really well-developed and refined process. It's taken over 24 years to develop and refine, you know, but it, it must constantly adapt mm-hmm. and, and we got to get better all the time. And this became incredibly apparent during the COVID lockdown. You know, a lot of people froze or we just, I just went to work, you know, on the process and just, just what can we be working on, you know, during that time. So I just want to let folks know that the basic message here as an advisor, I'm not content with the status quo and I'm always working on elevating, you know, our experience with clients. And I'm sharing this here because I want our clients and our community, you know, online to know about some of the enhancements I'm making as part of the process right now. So recently asked me what I'm working on. I've taken on the services of a consultant for the purposes of enhancing and elevating the client experience me and my team provide. So we're developing and refining the process. And as part of that process, I'm really making my clients the voice I listen to. I mean, I'm not that I didn't in right. the past, but I'm just making a much more deliberate and intentional effort. And, and I'm rolling this out, reaching out to some of my very best and longest, you know, mm-hmm. standing clients. I'm basically asking three questions of them. So this is not a lengthy process, but it's, it's simple. You know, number one, what's the one thing you value most about your relationship with us? Uh, you know, I really want to hear. I want to hear their their thoughts. Two, if you could add one thing to the client experience, what would that be? So I'm, I'm really anxious to find that mm-hmm. out. I'm starting to have some of these conversations. And then three, when you talk about us to friends and family members, what do you say? Those are all really good questions. But now, come on, you're an established advisor. You're busy. You're yeah. growing. This takes time and it's going to take some, some deep reflection. Yeah. How are you going to, where are you going to find the time for that? And actually, what have you found so far? Yeah, no, that, that's, that's great. Great question. I'm just rolling out this process. So if anybody's hearing it and they happen to be a client and they're like, why has he not called me? I'd like to uh, <laughs> let me know for, for starters. I want to start there. 
and just let you know, I mean, please get a hold of me, say, well, I heard about that. I'd really like to be part of this process. I'll, I'll kind of jump you up to the front, front of the, uh, front of the line. <laughs> the line. So just, I just want to put that out there for starters. I've had a few of the calls. I, you know, I don't know what they're going to hear. Sometimes what I think they, that we do and, or what they may tell me is the number one thing that they've done, you know, may surprise me. So I'm just trying to get to this, this rough sense. I, I did have one meeting where we did this with the client. I had a strategy and tactical meeting. And so I, I was rolling it out. So I used as an opportunity to ask for five minutes to ask for their time and ask these questions. So they said, yeah, of course, you know, they're, they're really flattered that I asked it. So a couple of interesting, you know, responses did come out. She, she thanked me for including her and, and said she was really impressed that I was taking the time. I mean, it does take time. Right. And, and then she thought it was really cool that, you know, I'm always in working on and enhancing the experience and then I'm involving her. And she thought it was super cool that her advisor doesn't think he has it all figured out after 24 years. I mean, we, we have a lot of things figured out, but uh, the world is always changing and evolving. Right. So um, we need to adapt. She also commented, you know, she said she was really surprised at my level that I'm still finding time to add new clients. <laughs> and, um, you know, I explained that I'm actually in a process of kind of working to, to, to grow down my practice. By that, I mean, we're, we're definitely taking on clients that are good fits. I'm actually getting introduced to a lot of folks out of Texas, believe it or not. I, get, I know the world's changing out there, but we're taking a lot of folks in Texas. Hmm. But, you know, we're trying to do it very intentionally with really good fit aligned clients that we're, we're not trying to be everything to all people. We're trying to be really everything to a few select people that really, really fit our profile that we can really help. So, but, but also, I just want to let folks know, I do have capacity to, to take people on. I do have capacity to visit with people who may be introduced to us. And I take that very seriously. So, you know, really with no expectation that they're going to come on and become a client. You, you mentioned it, the lead into this, you know, the volatility. So we're recording today on the 25th of February. Right. And just to put it in context, because this is... This will be out, you know, permanent on the internet and it might not get released till it gets published and all that kind of stuff. Things could change a little bit. But a couple of major things are going on in the world. You know, Russia is invading Ukraine. That's causing a lot of issues. It's causing oil to surge above $100 a barrel. Uh, interest rates were in the process of going up. We're kind of winding down um, COVID a little bit um, in, in Southern California, apparently as of Saturday, uh, one does not need to wear an indoor mask um, provided you're vaccinated. I don't know how they're going to check, but I mean, it's, we're, we're getting more, we're moving further along in this process of just living with, with a permanent, you know, thing in, in the, you know, the biome. So, so quite a lot, and there's quite a bit for things, you know, uh, to be, you know, concerned about for clients. So why, why am I mentioning this? This is the context. We are getting more calls, but there's a good chance that folks, people I deal with key clients, they may be getting, they may be feeling some anxiety. They may have friends or family members who are feeling anxiety and saying, what is your advisor doing? What's going on? Or how are you handling this? If they want that help, they want someone, they want a second opinion. I'd be delighted to talk to them, especially if it's um, someone who's, you know, close to them, a family member, 
if it's a um, a friend, if it's somebody who wants a second opinion, if they're just not sure, we we know anxiety's up through the roof, right? <laughs> you know, certainly with oh, yeah. the band. and and the news has a tendency they just feed that, you know, and so um, so at any rate, I just want to let people know, you know, to to her response, I'm surprised you. So we are finding the time we take that very seriously, and if and there's I a want- good fit. And Great. I want to yeah. just jump in here too. You've mentioned in the past uh, couple, several podcasts the fact that when you agree to meet with someone, it's out of respect, respect for the person, your current client who may have referred them, and for yeah. the person being referred. So the respect aspect really should be mentioned. Oh, 100%. I mean, we, we're looking at it as a favor to that person if they've introduced us. Um, and I could be repeating content I said on prior podcasts, but, you know, we understand they're not referring us or introducing us because they want to see Rob Curtis's business grow. That's not, you know, that's not what their waking goal is. I mean, they, they probably think this person could use some help. This would be, you know, if I don't introduce this him and they have this conversation, then that's doing them a disservice. Mm -hmm. So we're just trying to respect that and, and be helpful. And if, and if we can find a good fit along the way, but we love, we love just helping people. So um, back to something in our last podcast, you actually asked me a little bit of about a recipe. I remember a question on a recipe. And so I did some more thinking about that or really got that down. You know, I, I like our clients to think of my team's process as a recipe. You know, like a recipe, we have many ingredients in the process. And we know that, you know, at any one time in the life of our clients, most of these ingredients are not relevant. But our experience tells us that as our clients' lives unfold and their needs evolve, eventually all the ingredients will come into play. And, you know, because our, of our experience, we know how and when to apply those ingredients and give our clients a sense of direction and the outcome, uh, oftentimes before we even work together. So, All right. Yeah. Well, what are other conversations you're having? This is really, it's all coming together in a recipe. Yeah. 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 In a recipe. So, um, you know, the big conversation I'd like to say we have, I, I call them form conversations. I actually had a client who said to me, uh, you should talk to this friend of mine and have a form conversation. I said, wow, this, this guy's really getting it. This is awesome. <laughs> so um, he's literally advocating for me. But, but what form is, F-O-R-M, the, the F in form stands for family. I mean, family is just huge. We serve a lot of, you know, multi-generational families. I mean, often it's leaving a legacy, that type of thing. The O in form is occupation. You know, folks who are looking towards a work optional lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got a call yesterday from a client who had planning on retire, you know, retiring soon this year. He was a little concerned about the consternation in the markets, but he's he said they extended his contract. They made it so worth his while he was sticking around till October or November. But, you know, he's looking at a work optional lifestyle. So um, we see that. But, but you know, what, what's going on around that? The R in form is recreation. Uh, you know, if they're into skiing, hiking, travel, golf. This guy loves to golf, but he'll be putting his golf on hold a little bit. But, but I call that sort of people's recreational bucket list. You know, what, what would they like to be doing? And the M is obviously the money. You know, that, that's really... The, the, the glue that makes that all move forward, but it's, it's not, it's not, that's the how that's not the why. So yeah. form is really the why behind financial planning. I mean, 
I love it because even when we're going through times of stress, I have a woman I just talked to before the call. She's building a new, you know, she's remodeling her kitchen, a hundred grand. Um, she hasn't done it in 57 years. She's been in the home. It's a big, big deal. She's an 87 year old lady. Um, she's just, it's right on schedule. They're going to, you know, we've had to free up some cash, but that was just so important to her. So we're to see her do that. Those, you know, she actually has her family out this week from Arizona and they're all going to see the kitchen. I thought this, this is just, this is great. You know, so those kind of things are just really, really rewarding. And, and when you can get beyond kind of, Oh my gosh, there's this invasion and, things are up or down one or 2% on any given day, but really get to the heart of what's, what's key in their world. Um, you know, that's, those are really, really important conversations. So, um, I can share a couple other key things, you know, if you like, yeah, yeah. I think, um, and this is very timely. It always makes a lot of sense, but, um, to put it really simply, and especially when we're talking to a new client, but even existing, we like to remind them, I mean, there's two things we, we really focus on. It would be obviously what matters to the client. That, that's just huge. And the second thing we focus on is what we can control. So, you know, if, it's, if you think about these two things, if you drew a circle around what, what matters to them and a second circle sort of like an interlocking two circles, mm-hmm. um, you know, and what, what we can control. There's an intersection of those two. There's an overlap. If you, I think back to like sixth grade, do you remember the Venn diagram? Do you love Venn diagram? Is, is anybody else here? Okay. Well, the Venn, so where those little two intersect or, <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, now it actually matters in life. It's, uh, <laughs> but I thought it was kind of cool back then. So that's where me and my team live. You know, if it matters to them, if it's, if it's in our control, if it's out of our control, um, you know, that that's tough. And we get a lot of calls during this time, you know, Russia invading Ukraine or, uh, you know, the president's latest tweet. I mean, I, I guess that's not this president, but it was last president, you know, can, can we control that? You know, not really, you know, but what, so we're just constantly kind of focusing on what they can control what matters and, and, you know, a little bit of their sound cancel or noise canceling headphones, so to speak. So I really like to um, remind clients of that. And they find that, that to be really, really helpful. Um, that, you know, it's that overlap that that's huge. Right. There, there's another big conversation I'm having on a regular basis. And this is a conversation kind of contextually, but it's just, just every day with the woman, you know, with the kitchen, the gentleman deferring his retirement. I've got another, um, you know, all the things, all the things we do for clients. It's it's just amazing. And then they don't always see it totally integrative. The, a lot of times they understand what we've done up to that point, um, but they don't understand all the things that are going on. But we're, we're, we're living in this world and we're able to offer a lot of value. So, um, let me talk about these. I call them seven pillars, one process. And I, I have another example of this is just client conversations. I didn't even plan this, but things that have happened in the last week. Um, but we, you know, one of the pillars, and I like people to know is just wealth management. I mean, that's part of our process. It's a, we think we do it very well. It's a core integral process. I mean, there's a lot of folks, there's a lot of firms that do that. Some do it very well. 
that's a key part of our our process. Risk management mm-hmm. is huge too. I'm not an per se an insurance sales guy, but um, you know we're looking at insurance risk transfer. If it's a business owner, it could be key person or business succession planning. That's part of our process. Comprehensive financial planning. You know, I'm a CF certified financial planner, been doing that over 20 years, but it's not just about creating a book or this static plan. I mean, this, this is real life dynamic stuff that's going on. Um, tax planning, you know, we're right in the middle of, of, of tax season. I'm mm-hmm. a lot of my calls and I've learned doing this 24 years, a lot of calls this time of year, where's my 1099. I can't, you know, they're visiting with their account. They're thinking about retirement contributions. They're realizing how much they pay in taxes. Um, you know, I just had my tax appointment yesterday because my CPA pushed and it all's good. It was good to get that done, but it is shocking to see how much flows out from your income. I mean, I, I understand yeah. where people are coming from, believe me. So we're really, you know, it's really important, not just how much you make, but how much you keep. Um, we interact with their tax professionals, but um, we're always looking to make tax, you know, tax sensitive, tax efficient decisions or educate them around that. You know, even the woman taking out money out of her trust for the home, uh, the the kitchen remodel, you know, um, there was some one thing in her portfolio was up 1100%. There was something else that was up 57%. So I mean, this is over a long period of time. So we chose the more tax efficient one, (laughs) just to pay less in taxes right now. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they ultimately get what's called a step up in basis. She's 87. She's in pretty good health, but that's a big deal at that, that point. And they haven't taken that away from us yet in the tax code. So hopefully they won't. Um, I know you're rolling your eyes a little bit. So no, I'm only saying um, that because, because my mother is just going to benefit from that this year. Yeah. Yeah. She sold yeah. her house and uh, okay. I said, no, don't worry about it. You got the step up in basis. And she looked at me yeah. and said, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. 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 So, you know, it, it ties in a lot and our podcast is the millionaire next door. So we're integrating with a lot of, you know, if you're under 12 million bucks, you don't have a big estate planning issue right now. So that's, that is really who we're dealing with more, but but, there is is talk that could fall back to 6 million, isn't there? There's always talk. There's always talk about uh, changes in the tax code, and uh, I, I think it's somewhere between six to nine million words in the tax code. It's it's uh, it's boggling. Yeah. So there's always talk. There's always talk. But any rate, you know, estate planning that that well that loops right into another. You know, uh, that's really important. These changes. You know, people want their legacy to carry on, not just their money, but their values. We're having that retirement distribution planning, charitable giving, some laws have changed around that. And they've made that pretty attractive, even when they took away a lot of deductions. So, you know, that works well. And we have that conversation sometimes in, in concert with their tax, you know, professionals, cash management is another piece that could be income, you know, I get all kinds of questions. Um, they're coming into some money. Should they sell off their home? Should they pay down this debt? Right. You know what? You know, that's a conversation. What what rate are they paying? What? How important is that? Can we grow that faster? Th- these are conversations we're having. Um, the final sort of pillar in this whole process is what we call our, our value-added support team, VAST. 
integrating with with their tax professionals, um, with their estate planning attorneys, with their insurance professionals, um, you know, also with their pension, you know, business owners who are looking at maybe, you know, you can put away $58,000 into a SEP this year or $61,000 in 2002 one. Um, we have other people setting up 401ks and defined benefit plans. And I've, I've actually talking to one of these uh, individuals that um, I've worked with a lot on a number of plans. She's ho- we're hoping to get her on the podcast so you can hear some real life examples. Uh, a lot of times these are set up for the business owner, but they've helped a lot of rank and file people too. And I see a lot of these millionaire next door type folks that, you know, weren't, weren't these hugely wealthy people, but did it over 25 or 30 years. So, so those are all, um, you know, really important conversations that, that I'm having and they just feed in each and every day, um, you know, into, into what we're doing in our conversations and um, trying to think, you know, when, when, when someone is introduced, if they are introduced or thinking about us or we're having a conversation on fit, I, there's about five points I really like to come out and, and just weave into that conversation because, I think they're all thinking this, you know, these are, these are, um, I brought in a gentleman from Texas who asked, you know, what else should I be asking? It was a great question, but you know, I tried to cover all these things. Um, I guess the first would be, what do I do for my clients? That's people want to know what, you know, we, we literally, I do as many as 108 things (laughs) and I literally now have a sheet that I send out, um, but again, they often don't understand all these. They kind of know what we've done up to this point, not other things in that recipe that, that might be, you know, introduced as their lives fold and their needs evolve. Um, we definitely help them sleep well at night and keep them focused on what they can control and what matters. And if they, if they can't control it, I mean, you can worry yourself sick, but how much good is that going to do? So we, we, you know, we were intentional about that. I guess another question they might have is who we do it for, you know, our ideal clients. I've, I've talked this millionaire next door. Um, these are folks again, who that's 25, 30 year overnight success story. It was a long time coming. Some, you know, they're often millionaires or multimillionaires. Funny thing. They, they might not feel like it, Okay. You know, they might be sitting with two and a half million dollars in their accounts. They don't feel like they're wealthier that, you know, they're just, they're just, but there they are, you know, but it took a long time. And, and so it's thinking through, I mean, I, um, it's, I had a conversation earlier this week. I'll tell you, I got a call about two weeks ago. I've had a client, I have a couple of clients going through this, but who've had, you know, brain cancers through this COVID process. And, um, so obviously we've connected much closer with the family and we're helping them. And in, in this case, it was the men who both got it, but the, the spouses were sort of the, the secondary, they were involved, but this was not their strong suit. This is not the area that was delegated to them. Now they have to take it on, on top of a spouse dealing with a really challenging issue. So, um, I got a call from the daughter of one of one of them about a week and a half ago, letting me know um, her father had been in the hospital. He was going to get released. Things were not too good, but he's coming home. And there may be some, there's going to be some healthcare costs in the home that are um, um, 
you know, a big <laughs> jump from what they're used to. And I, you know, I'm talking to the, the wife quite a bit, helping her deal with it. She relies on me a lot because that was just not her strong suit. But obviously you see the caregiving and living with a spouse who's, you know, he's had it for, for a few years now. I mean, it's, it's draining, you know, it's really stressful. So long story, they, they're just figuring out the costs. Initially, it might, I think it was like 3,500 bucks. It might even be a week, you know, uh, initially. Um, I think there's some big care costs. And so at any rate, I looked over the accounts. I called them back the family. I let them know where they stood on cash. They're actually in really good shape to deal with that. They've got the funds. Um, the wife who I'm always trying to really just make this easy for, because I know she's got a lot of stress. She said, well, would you like to talk to, to him? And I'm like, that's great. You know, I didn't even know, uh, I thought he was going through this. I didn't even know what kind of state he's in. So, um, so he gets on the phone, totally lucid. We have a great conversation. I walk him through all this. I, I tell him, um, um, you know, you've got these funds, you can do it. The need is there. It's putting stress on your family. We're totally on the same page. He's good with it. Um, very enlightened guy, you know, and I actually went out and physically visited them right at the end of the year, um, before their, um, what's called their RMD It's a required minimum, but we needed a signature and I knew there was just an scanning and faxing. So I just drove out. I also got to visit with, and he was surprisingly just cheerful, ready. I know he has his, you know, days when the energy isn't there, he needs to nap, but it was, it was great. And, and I can remember this is just a side. He, I told him about the podcast. So I, I, uh, if you're listening, please indulge me here. But this, <laughs> this gentleman came into uh, my office um, a few years back. I mean, he's in his 80s, really bright guys, PhD. He has, you know, those little pods, those, tra- you know, those travel things that you, you're on two wheels. And um, I don't even know what they're called, but you zoom around on an electric. Oh, uh, a Segway. Yes. He dry, he rides it over from his office to my office up the elevator comes in. He's zooming around through my office and I'm um, thinking, my gosh, you know, this guy's in his eighties, zip it around on the Segway. And, um, and then he says, do you want to try this thing? Cause I'd never tried it. And I used to skateboard and I'm like, yeah. And I'm thinking, no, you know what? I'm going to crash into one of our walls and, we, and this, <laughs> I'll leave this to you. <laughs> but, but I guess the point was, um, he's just an amazing guy. And then to get to visit with him, but they're really going through, a, I don't mean to make light of it. I was just happy that we were able to engage so well. That was a real pleasure. And then we're helping him through this. And we see that kind of stuff all the time. It's a kitchen remodel. Oh, it's, we need extra care because <laughs> we have a major family health care. You know, and the daughter calling me, she's an adult, but it's, you know, it's a sandwich generation kind of thing. So we see that we help people through that. I got a little sidetracked there, but I love that story. And these are just things I deal with every day. A, a third question people might have is sort of how, how do I do what I do? How do we, how does our team do it? I mean, again, we just continually work on the craft. Um, it's, it's part art, part science. It's a lot of humanity, it's bedside manner, but we, again, that became so clear in COVID. And when you have these trusting relationships, you're just trying to get people, you know, through, through life and through challenges and give them good advice and help them make good decisions. So that's how we do what we do. Why do, why do I do it? I mean, um, 
it's the fit. I love helping people. That's a great way to interact. I, at this point, I don't have to do it. I get to do it. So I just feel very blessed. Fifth and final question may be how are me and my team unique? You know, what, what sets us apart is definitely our people and our practice and our process. I mean, I think, I think the key thing and I get a kick out of it's just a, a, a very well-developed process, but we're always working on it. We're always learning new stuff and we're always trying to make it better. And that's what I really, really enjoy. So I still think the key question here is number four. Why do you do it? And you Why do I do that, Yeah. But that's, yeah. that's the crux of the matter. If you didn't want to do it, yeah. you know, you wouldn't be as good as you are. Yeah. I, you know, having the process we can rely on is, is great. Developing it. Um, it's really the interactions. It's seeing people who might be experiencing some anxiety or not sure. Um, and just getting them through that, you know, just getting them focused on what we need to. I mean, the market was down a little this week or quite a bit. And then we had some people who had cash flow needs. And um, even myself, I freed up a little bit because my son's college tuition payment is going up. So, you know what? Mm -hmm. It's there. We deal with it. You know, people are worried a lot about the future. They're thinking about the past. We're, we're in the present. We're thinking about the future, too. But why? You know, just just the the quality of interaction. I mean, it, it is amazing to see people too with in their eighties, there's nineties. I have someone who's a hundred, see their grace, you know, how they're um, it's wonderful. And when you've dealt with them for years and you know, you know, their personality or they tend to worry about this or that, or they're just focused here. Um, it's just really a joy. These are relationships and we're, you know, we're stewards, we're fiduciaries. We appreciate that trust. It's really just helping them and interacting and, and just, you know, I just enjoy that interaction. So I'm just thrilled I get to do it. And um, it's, it's been great. So share this winter Olympic story or the, yeah. The Olympic story. yeah. Oh, you know, this is just something kind of random but it got me thinking a little bit we just finished the olympics in uh, beijing which i guess some people had some mixed feelings about i don't know the olympics are quite the brand they they that used they to be playing. but yeah at any rate what but at any rate i thought about this uh usain bolt mm -hmm. did you remember usain bolt this yes. incredible track star he was a summer that's a summer type game um, but just what an incredible, you know, fastest man in the world. You know, what an incredible investment this guy made. He, Usain Bolt won eight gold medals in three Olympics. And then I, I was reading, he, he actually, he ran on the track. He only ran for 115 seconds in his entire Olympic career. And the guy, you know, was just impoverished from Africa. He earned $119 million from that. My. So guy was making over a million dollars a second, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's an economy of effort. Um, but literally for those two minutes, he trained over 20 years. So just an enormous amount of work, you know, that's an investment. Think long-term patience pays. I, I just love that story. And it's sort of emblematic of our millionaire next door on a, on a smaller scale, but there's a parallel there. And, you know, me, myself, I'm, um, I like to say I'm training for the cent centenarian Olympics, you know, I've got, I've got another 50 years to do it, but uh, I'm working on it each and every day. Well, there must be a junior centenarian Olympics, right? 
You could do that. Uh, five, maybe? Yeah. yeah. They, five and- <laughs> yeah. 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 There is. So, um, but um, always working on those things. I just enjoy working on the process. Always trying to be a little bit better. That enables me to serve people a little bit better each day. And I, I don't want to get lackadaisical or say, I've got it all figured out. We're just constantly trying to um, develop and train. And, and if, you know, if you don't do those things, you time goes by and other processes mm-hmm. overtake you and your value diminishes. So we're just always trying to keep that up and keep that front and center. And we, we feel really grateful. We get to do it. And then when we help clients and when you, you know, when you think about all that training or Usain Bolt and those, you know, all those things people never saw behind the surface, all those decisions and sacrifices and effort, um, you know, all that coaching, all that teamwork, all that, all that went into that. It's, it's miraculous. It, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't, you don't just show up and, um, cause the other folks are trying to train and do that. And anyway, um, junior Olympics. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but, well, Thinking towards the end, yeah. How can listeners reach you, Rob, to find out more about your training, your Olympic training? Oh, my Olympic. Yeah, well, I'm not training for the Olympics here, but I'm just trying to train to be better. I don't have to always beat someone. I, I like to just be better than I was, you know, prior. But certainly on Facebook, I'm very active on LinkedIn. They can email me, rcurtis, C-U-R-T-I-S-S, at seia.com. Um, get in touch. If you have questions, we're going to try and bring some guests onto the podcast. If anyone has questions they want me to address, uh, if anybody wants to be part of the process for unveiling, um, I'm pretty easy to reach. So, all right. That is Rob Curtis, two S's in Curtis. So thanks Rob. Follow this podcast for the newest episodes and share with others you care about. It may improve your karma. I'm Patrice Sakura, and let's talk again later. Thank you for listening to the Millionaire Next Door podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Signature Estate and Investment Advisors or Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.